0: Thanks for tuning in to the Honor Yoga Now podcast, and thank you for being on this journey with me. I have great great news. We have a discount code through Yoga Hustle. So go check out their website. In addition to their yoga slings, their mats, and their blocks, they were also rated best in Good Housekeeping magazine. They are also the only women owned and run yoga and mat accessory company in the United States. So go check out their website, use our code HONOR20 for 20% off at checkout. So, I have here with me Julia Fumo and her husband Sam Miranda. I'm so excited to have them here with me tonight because we are talking about our Arenda Honor Yoga's Eco-Friendly Retreat Center and I thought it would be just so fitting to have you guys on because you are, in my eyes, such a big part of Arenda. So, I gotta say, right, before um, my first experience at Arenda was back in May, we went to Honor Pennington, and I didn't know what to expect, I really didn't, I was going as mayor's helper, and I was just like, okay, whatever, I'll do whatever, (laughs) and we go in, and I see you, Joya, at the front door, and then Sam, you're in the kitchen, you've got the Sinatra playing, it was like... Oh my gosh this is great (laughs) so I have to say you guys made it so welcoming and and truly community like we went there with people I didn't even know and it was great because it was it's, it's a it's a big 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 house but you have your area where you can go sit on the couch if you want you can go to the hot tub you can go to the heated pool or you can go hang in your room but you could also just hang out with Whoever you wanted, you know, like it was just, it was just amazing, and I actually can't wait to go back. But anyway, um, so I just had to put that out there. Um, well, so thank you. Oh, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, we got a lot more to go. We got a lot more to go. <laughs> so, Joya, you have such an extensive fitness background, right? You are yoga and Pilates, right? But you also do the the, the chair yoga teacher training, right, for honor yoga. Now, really quick, how did you, were you Pilates first or how did you, I mean, I,
1: okay, (laughs) I should put the hand up. I started, it's a long story, so I got it. I started teaching movement. I used to say fitness, but I really feel it's just movement over 30 years ago. I did aerobics. I was the one in the leg warmers and the thong and the high ponytail. I still have the ponytail. Um, And you still have the body for the leg warmers and the thong. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, It's not fashionable, so I don't do that anymore. Though I may have it buried in my closet somewhere. Um, And I started with uh, aerobics and step, and I had had a background in dance as a child and I'd always heard about Pilates and I became Pilates certified. I originally did MAT and through Pilates I really started working with people that were injured Mm -hmm. and low back injuries and that's really how I ended up and then I ended up in yoga just for my own personal practice. Okay. I needed something it was uh, and I was encouraged by a fellow yogi that we both know to really push and teach yoga and at first I was like no way I do not want to do it and I did my first Training And I was like, of course, I'm going to teach this. And But that said, I've always looked at my Pilates and yoga, everything, as to help people to move, um, no matter what their limitations were, which is where chair yoga comes yes. in. Yes. And I was asked to um, teach chair yoga both for honor, but also I teach for uh, an ARP program, which is called At Your Best, um, and so therefore I work with many different groups, many different types of groups. And chair is, if you want to talk in the yoga world, that's my love. Oh because that's your baby, it, yeah, and it is, and so i i teach I do the teacher training for honor in both a, a weekend training and now it's going to be part of the three hundred hour training, which is really mm-hmm. exciting,
0: you know, I'm really excited about the three hundred hour I'm actually um uh, meeting with Julie um mm-hmm. in a few weeks to do a podcast on um the actual um what is it the seventy five hour um, apprenticeships that's going in with the 300 hour so I'm pretty excited about that um, so so arenda how uh, tell me the story of arenda I know you have a great house story about that about arenda and the love in the walls and everything uh, well
1: arenda is this incredibly beautiful large home but it is still a home um, in set in the heart of the catskills it is situated on what I call like the back half of Bel Mountain. Bel Mountain is one of the three ski resorts in the Catskills. Um, and you can actually see the slopes, the back, uh, I guess they're trails, not slopes. Um, uh, in the winter, it's really marked out. And so we're on the back half of that. And the house is situated overlooking this valley that, that we're very high up. It's one of the most beautiful views. And most of the house, almost every room, The yoga studio, several of the bedrooms, the library, the dining room, the pool, all look out on this incredible view. Um, And it has, the house just has this extraordinary energy. And it was purchased um, by honor, um, Maria, from uh, Phyllis, well Phyllis and Mel let off on there. And Mel uh, sold it to Maria. And they were a couple who owned a jazz club in New York City called Sweet Basil. Uh, it's in Greenwich Village. I think that's so. I think that's so. Um, so cool that it has history. Like well, and it it does. And you, when you you're in the house, and it turns out that, that Phyllis and Mel started the Bel Air Jazz Festival on the grounds of Arenda. Really? And then now it's spread to the the mountain, and they had all these visiting. Artists, as well as their family, which is why the house has grown the way it has grown. Mm -hmm. And you have little sections that have a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom, a couple of bedrooms and a bathroom, because it it allowed their expanding family to grow. So you have this incredible history. There's something, every time I walk in the home, I feel like I've come back. It's a really, and I yeah. get that from everybody who mm-hmm. comes. Yes. And you felt it, I know you did. Oh gosh, yes, yes. yes. It, it was like I,
0: it, it was wonderful. Like I shared a room with seven girls, and I felt like I was like in a sorority. I was excited to go to bed every
1: night. I was yeah. like excited to wake up, like morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's 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 a, it's just a gorgeous. It's just a beautiful, beautiful home, and it just it's relaxing. It it just. Every time we've been there, something amazing happens. Yeah, amazing connections. Yes.
0: And even there. the windows, like in the um, what is it, like the living area by the piano, you look out and you just see the windows, and, and you just look out and it, you just see, it's gorgeous. It and it really is, beautiful is
1: beautiful four beautiful. seasons of the year. Yeah, I mean every time we're up there, we're like, wow, this is really beautiful now. Oh, wow. It's real. I mean, we've been there when there was so much snow on the ground <laughs> that nobody left the house, which wasn't a problem. Right. Well, a few people brave skiing, but most right. of us were like, and, and it was just amazing. We went snowshoeing. We, you know, we had the big fireplace roaring oh, the Oh, yes. On the that is yes. Just, now, can we go, um,
0: um... Snowshoeing in November? Well, if there has to be snow. (laughs) If
1: there's snow? Well,
0: if there is snow, yes, we can, Amy. Okay. (laughs) That's a big requirement. Yeah, yeah, that sure is. (laughs) So, how did you guys get involved with um,
1: Arenda? Like, how did you. You are such a big part of it in my eyes, I feel. Well, um, Maria actually approached. We know Maria. I've known Maria since she was a teenager. Ah. And our lives keep coming back to her. There's something that just keeps drawing mm-hmm. her back into our lives, which is really amazing. And Sam has known her just a few years later as mm-hmm. a twenty-year-old. And um, Maria knew of Sam's background, my background, and our aspirations. Um, we, you know, what we want to do and how we like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, our hospitable nature.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, I it's,
1: it's something inside. it's think it's something you're born with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. And um, Maria has created this Honor Yoga, which just amazes us all the time. I mean, she has this incredible energy, this incredible vision, and she had this incredible vision for a retreat house, or retreat home, Mm -hmm. or retreat uh, escape, or whatever she's calling it. Um, And she invited us to be part of it, and from there, we you know we did a training weekend, yeah. um, which we helped other people train, and uh, it's been it's worked out really well. Yeah, and, and it's been a learning experience for all of
0: us. It's and, no holds bar since, because I know yeah. you guys go above and beyond when you are there, yeah, yeah. and we sure will get into that. Um, and you know, Sam, I know you have an extensive um fu- uh, an extensive background in the food industry. So how does that tie into what you
2: do? It? It works out great. It really does. So I, I've been in the hospitality industry for more than three decades. I started as a, a waiter. I worked in kitchens in Brooklyn, New York. Hence the slight accent that somebody might notice. <laughs> um, and have been in the hospitality industry ever since, going from, uh I say, restaurants in New York. It's a, uh, all we were off. Joy and I actually owned an off-premise catering business in Brooklyn ah, okay. with a third partner who was who was a. Amazing chef and taught me an, imme- an immense amount. I, my culinary skills come from human beings teaching me, other chefs. As opposed, I did not go to culinary school,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but I have, worked, as I say, I've worked in the industry. I work in the front of the house, the back of the house. Um, one of the things that I have done in the past is I opened up MetLife Stadium. I was one of a team I of culinarians know. that worked seven days a week. And we were a small team, and then on the game day, we obviously get very wow. large. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only uh, the only NFL stadium that houses two football teams. So it's very interesting the logistics involved in that. Mm-hmm. And that logistics really comes into play with Arenda because I believe the food for Arenda should be fresh, it should be natural, it's farm to table. I try and do it minimally processed. I am a first generation American, so I have a very Mediterranean feel for food. Um, Being in the industry for more than 30 years you know when you're working for somebody else if you're working in a French restaurant You're cooking French food. If you're working in an Italian restaurant, you're cooking Italian food, whatever it may be Orenda gives me the opportunity to kind of take what I have experienced in my journey and apply that to you know, a healthier, a fresher, more food, and I, you know, you were up at the retreat, you know, I make all the food that I absolutely love. Um, (laughs) So it it gives me the opportunity to make food that I would not normally make all the time for myself, but to share it with everybody. And it's a lot of fun. And I, I mean, the, the whole thing with Arenda, it is wonderful because Orenda is really a three-pronged stool if you will. Okay. Or three-legged stool I guess you can say. The first thing is the amazing view that Joya was talking about. I mean the, the place is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It has an open kitchen so when I'm in the kitchen working I get to look out to that and, and it makes a And lot everybody of hangs
0: out. Everybody comes everybody and
2: just, and, just hang out. Come from an Italian
0: family. Everybody's always hanging in the kitchen.
2: Right? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you the first time I went up there being somebody who's worked professionally in kitchens I much prefer the door. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, it, prior to celebrity chefs, most kitchens, uh, most chefs are introverts. We are people that like to be in the background. We don't want to be in the front. Celebrity chefs and you know Bobby Flay and those type of people, they love to be in the front. So it was a little challenging for me and the first time we went up there. I said, "Jay, this is not going to work. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, I can't perform like this and cook." Right but you know the yoga world has really welcomed me in and it's been wonderful and That's I've learned I've <laughs> learned a lot about you know p- people say well you're very mindful the way you chop those vegetables so I'm like well yeah I guess so and using the yoga words is, is phenomenal for me oh, in getting
0: involved okay. in I just
2: it. got it yes, yes so thing, <laughs> no we, we when, when you're chopping and using a knife you're very you know you concentrate because yes. you want to keep all ten digits that you have
0: exactly you don't want to cut your fingers
2: <laughs> off um, yes. but it it really is I, I get it. so anyway, the first leg is the beautiful uh, resort. It's amazing. The second leg, and we've done multiple re- retreats and we do it with different studios. Yeah. So each studio brings their own instructors, mm-hmm. and it's and it's great. I get to meet them. I'm like I said, I'm not, I don't practice yoga. I have tried it a couple of times. Don't really have the time, but I, I understand. <laughs> um, anyway, so they each studio brings their own instructors, and these instructors are amazing people. And I can say that not because I go to the class, but I hear people as they walk past the kitchen, or if they're congregated in a corner of the kitchen and they're talking about, you know, oh that was amazing. Do you that it's this that and the other? I'm like wow, these people are really good. So yes, piece two is the instructors mm-hmm. and the last piece is the food. People come up and you're coming to this retreat and you know you have spent a little bit of money and you're looking to reset your yoga practice perhaps you're looking yeah. to reset your energy well I view it as I want to provide you with food I want to help reset your nutritional balance I want to show you some things perhaps you haven't seen yeah perhaps you said oh my mother I, I love it my mother used to make food like that yes I try and go back to the original not far from Arenda, about an hour, I guess it's east, is Kingston, New York, where there's a wonderful farm market that we go to.
0: Oh yes, I think you were telling us about that. And it's
2: incredible. And so they have all fresh stuff. It's been there, I think, a hundred years. And I am not the only chef that works at Arenda. They, they use other chefs <laughs> and they are professional. And if you use a professional chef versus using a home chef, professional chefs are usually, usually all of them are Surf Safe certified, which means we know how to handle food mm-hmm. and make sure we're not poisoning anybody. Right. And another thing called HACCP which is critical control points of food. So when we go out to Kingston, it's an hour away, I make sure I bring enough refrigeration so that I can bring everything back in that hour so that nothing spoil, nothing starts to degrade before I want it to. Yeah. So we give you the freshest product possible. Mm-hmm. That is really the goal and to take care of the food. Um, <clears throat> the other thing you, you know you notice what I do is I don't make the food a single plate. I serve family style. Yeah. I want to make this as inclusive. Part of the retreat aspect that I think all the yoga people really love is the community, the sense of community. Yes. Well, what is more community than breaking bread together?
0: Yes, eating together, you absolutely. Know?
2: And everybody. You know, <laughs> yes,
0: and had to bring. No, <laughs> right.
2: Well, one of the things we always try and do is have cut fruit or fresh fruit, whether it's whole fruit or cut, so that people all day long can eat food. Um, we also do flavored waters and different kinds of things. Yeah,
0: that was my fave, yeah.
2: rosemary. Here we have
0: it. We, we, we don't. Have it. Dylan, say hi, Dylan. <laughs> this is rosemary and raspberry. And every day there was a different. Yes. There was a different water.
2: There was a different water. Mint Absolutely. And what else you got? I did pineapple mint. Yes. Um, I did um, Meyer lemon and blueberries. Kind of like what when we go to the market, we see what kind of herbs they have, what kind of fresh fruit mm-hmm. they have. And then marry them together based on some history that I have, you know, working in the industry, what goes well. And I also think about the meals that we're going to serve. Mm -hmm. How does this water work with that meal? And it works pretty good. And, you know, whether it be maybe, you know, some type of citrus in the morning to wake you guys up and then carry you through the day. And then use something else that maybe has a little bit of an acid that can help you digest if we're having a heavier meal. So there is a, yes, there is a, tremendous,
1: There's There's a tremendous
2: amount of thought behind the scenes. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, you talk about how do we get to where we are. So we have another retreat coming up at the beginning of October, and I'm very excited. It's basically starting September, I'll start really thinking about it. I've already started collecting dietary restrictions from those individuals.
0: Sam, when I got your email, I was like, oh my God, you are so, you, have, you both have so much compassion. For the guests that come, you're so mindful about vegans, vegetarian, gluten free, nut allergy, garlic. I was like, what? Go ahead, continue. Yeah, no, on no, no, thing. no,
2: absolutely, and and that is the point. Yes, I want you look for everybody, everybody. Everybody has come up there, and usually it seems like these were to us the retreats are always about 24 people or so. Mm-hmm. I want all 24 people to go. You know my rule. When they, when they leave the retreat <laughs> and they say, how was the retreat? Well, if in that first sentence food is not mentioned, <laughs> I perhaps I failed.
0: Like we were trying to take food home yeah, in Well, we well, we'll do. We send yeah, out our bags. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll take that or um, I'll take that.
2: Food is, is a great thing. I mean, it really it brings people together. As mm-hmm. I say, the breaking of bread also breaks down barriers. You notice that, you know, we all ate at the table. Mm-hmm. And tr- as I say, it's part of a journey. So I'll try and do some comfort food, something that people recognize. And, oh, I remember that. It's great. I also try and throw some things in there that perhaps people haven't seen. That they can then experiment and say, what is that? I never, I never had that. Yes. How do you make that? Yes. Um, the other thing, I am an open book. I, believe, I do not believe in hiding recipes. I do not believe in, I share everything I make with everybody. I will share the ingredients, share recipes with them. So if they want to take home recipes, you know. I, I end yes, up, you, you do. I end have up your producing book. A, a book that, you know, it starts, as I say, with the dietary uh, constraints. Making sure I can feed everybody and everybody has something, mm-hmm. and then I will create the menu and the journey. And I will then say, okay, this person is vegan, who is also has, you know, a nut allergy. So I will go through each day, what can that person eat? Is there enough food to make to satiate that person's appetite throughout the entire weekend? Yes, that's why there's a lot of food there, yes. there on the table yes. because mm-hmm. I want to do as. As a first generation American, you want to make sure yeah, everybody's fed. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: It, you, it, know. you know, if you're happy, you're eating. Yeah. You
2: know? and, and the other point I, th- I think you made earlier was, you know, it's about service. I love being of service to people. It, those of us in the hospitality industry, some people do it for a little bit, some people choose, choose yeah. this as their career. Mm-hmm. It's my career because I am of service to people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, even though right now I don't actually cook in my Monday through Friday job, I still am of service to other people in the food industry, whether that be, you know, training them, teaching them, lending them my experience and saying, guys, try this. This will make us a little more efficient and mm-hmm. make the operation run better. So it's, it's the same thing. When I'm at Arenda, I mean, it, it's such a raw thing because I'm cooking food and, you know, we're one of the few industries where we produce a product and it gets consumed right in front of us and we get immediate feedback. Think about yeah, that. you make a car, I design, If you, do, I, I'm the designer of the car. I design the food. I design the menu. I get to see it all the way through. But a car designer designs it. Never sees the customer's reaction to it.
0: Right. So you know, I'll
2: stand in the kitchen while you guys are eating, watching, and I'm just trying to see. what we oh,
0: We were trying. No. We keep trying to
1: get him to the table.
2: He <laughs> sends
0: me.
1: He goes. Go sit down. Right. <laughs> that go is why Joya sits with that's the. That's why crown, I have so to I can sit eat, So I can get a little ears. I mean, in. I sit because that's part of what I do anyway. Yes. But he's like, go, 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 faint out, go faint go. Go see, go see if it's for something new. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. I know your tricks now. <laughs> <laughs> right, now everybody does. Uh,
0: exactly. Um, yeah. No,
2: it's important for me that everybody have... If you know, People, oh, I, he's working hard, I don't want to tell him. No, I want the feedback because every retreat gets better. Right. Um, throughout my career, I've been a, practor, a practicer of Kaizen. Kaizen is a Japanese... Every time you get a little better. Slight improvements every time. It's back dates back to the 80's when we were studying the Japanese car companies oh. give you some idea of my age <laughs> <laughs> but the point is so every retreat I want to make it a little better you know and I have sometimes we have to repeat guests yeah so mm-hmm. you, you gotta up it. It's gotta be better than next. the next one. There's gotta be a reason they come back
1: yeah
2: you know yes we I'm trying to keep some of the old favorites so that everybody doing you know, the <laughs> stuff they like is there but I want to introduce something new every time something yeah. fun something I don't know yeah. it makes it fun for me. I'm and sort of looking
0: it,
1: forward to well, it. And it's great it's I wanna say wonderful. that that when I when I it, it all it's all the same thing. When somebody arrives at Arenda, I my first and foremost job, you said it, I stand in the door, I welcome people. I welcome people into Arenda like I would welcome them into my home. Mm-hmm. The entire time I'm there, as my my job as the host is to make sure that all their needs are taken care of. Sam feeds people at Arenda like he does in our own home. <laughs> when people come and and he has quite a worldwide reputation for feeding people in our own home, and it's just our home can't accommodate twenty-four people right. inside. Outside, we can do it, but so it's just some. That's why he, you know, he really enjoys
2: yeah. it. it. It is as I, you know, I say I have a full-time job that does does me very well. I work at Arenda purely for the passion of it. Yeah, I love doing it and you know people see and they see me and i stand up the entire time 14 15 hours a day yeah um but on sunday night when it's over sunday morning when it's over and i get home i have more energy because of the energy from all of of the yoga people that have have really experienced it and they're just wonderful and the nice thing is people go to a yoga retreat they're generally people that are concerned with their health anyway so they're not people looking for fried food i don't fry food yeah i keep everything very fresh very minimally processed either grilled um, roasted, uh, sauteed, I'm trying to think of some of the other things that we do to it. yeah, and the, you know, the oranda kitchen's a lot of fun to work in because it's little. <laughs>
0: but I know you have your own lighting. <laughs> 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 I have that here. <laughs>
2: I know yes. when you talk about bringing everything yeah. up, talking your
0: own lighting. Yes. <laughs> you know,
2: it, it, you get, if you're working all day long, you know as the sun goes down, you start to get tired. I cannot afford to get tired by the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I can keep that up. So yes, I like to have the lighting up, not quite the lighting that we have here, but this is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I <sat up.
0: laughs> yeah. When I tell him he's the bomb. <laughs> so Julia, you handle like the day-to-day um, operations while on retreat, in addition to assisting Sam. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you keep the schedule on track. Like we were on re- we were on the hike, and Joy's like, "Oh, we got to get back to uh, lunch is at <laughs> 2, I gotta let me call Sam. <laughs> oh, there's no cell service on this. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And you set that table three times a day wash the linens, um, uh, cloth napkins, that was great. I mean, you make sure there's firewood, um, all these fresh towels in the, um, hand towels in the bathroom, like, and that's just to name a few. And your own touches, like fresh flowers on the table. And I remember you brought the coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, the little mandalas. Yes, the little coloring mandalas, and I, I think it's amazing. And I, I, I will say this again, you guys go the extra mile. And I, I, I appreciate it as a guest or, and just being your friends and being part of around with you guys, being part of Honor You Yeah, it's,
2: it's a lot work. of fun. Yes. I mean,
0: it's a lot of work, but it's a lot. What goes of into fun. all this? Because I see your car. <laughs> I see your car. <laughs> well, you bring so much and prepare so
1: much. Like, what goes well, into I'm gonna preparing s- for 20, 25 people? It's a lot of planning. Sam is a planner. I would be a little bit more by the seat of my pants, I must say. Thankfully, for the many years I've been with Sam, I've learned a lot more (laughs) in planning. And there is a lot of planning and and forethought. And we we really try to think it out because once you're at Arenda, like 15 minutes away is a little convenience store. But aside from that, I mean, you are... A good solid half hour from any real store and we do try to prevent right, so that's an
2: hour-round trip then.
1: right yeah you know we try to prevent running out so it there's a lot of planning you know whether it's the dietary thing and you try to anticipate people's needs every time I go I had think to the list that I will bring with me I mean whether we had you know a you know simple little sprained ankle that oh I should have my compression bandage we added it to the the um, with first aid kit in, in the house, but I also carry it with me on the hike now. <laughs> so I know enough to do that. It's just through learning. So it's trying to anticipate. Um, when I described it to my children, what I do, they go, oh, you're like a house mom. <sighs> and in a way, I love that. I don't mind that because it is. It's trying to anticipate. And when there is a need, going, okay, let me figure it out. Uh, you know, a- anything that's, and I basically say when I welcome people is if there's anything you need, let me know.
2: We do try and think, and we try and put ourselves in the guest spot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, one of, in, in my journey, I also ran an inn, a country inn, a sixteen room country inn. So I, I've got hotel experience as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I travel for work now, so I spend time in a great deal of hotels as well. Yeah. So all of that gives you that that vision of what do they, what can a guest want? You know, when you go to a hotel, they, you know, I wish they had this, or you go to a resort, what what is there? So I we want to make sure people feel that experience. Um, yes, you're right. My car is a, it's usually packed to the gills, and we yes. I do bring a lot of stuff that sometimes doesn't even make it in the house. Yes. It's it's what I call emergency stuff. Yeah, because as an off-premise caterer, when we were off-premise caterers, you, you would bring things knowing that something is going to fail. Mm-hmm. So if and, and not necessarily, not, you know, a piece of equipment might fail. Yeah. So how can I replace that piece of equipment and still produce my food for people? Yeah. And you've got to be flexible enough, but you've got to have backup plans. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the car is usually full of backup plans as well, just in case. And well, not, the not car good. It's not okay. wood. yes.
1: <laughs> the car is filled two times well, once yes. on the way up there. We empty it, and then we go to Adam's Farm Market. And oh, then it fills a second time with okay. all the food. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Because when we were leaving that one day, I was like, "Oh my God, your car's full!" And I know, like, you bring extra serving plates, mm-hmm. and I you know, bring all like, fancy. Plates, yeah. Yes, like, like the pretty water bottles, oh, and so again, you guys really certainly and, and, go the you know, like every,
2: every caterer, every culinarian has got their own style. Yeah. Um, I bring my own plates because I like white plates. I like the food to speak for itself. We, you know, we go out a large effort to find organic farm local food I want that to pop yeah so yes I do bring it all I bring you know and I I'm currently using square and rectangle plates I don't know that may change over time <laughs> um, because exactly. I'm tired of it <laughs> but it, it, it's a lot of fun and it also think about it when you go out to eat and every it, it's it's a cliche but you eat with your eyes first yeah so if I can present food in a, in a very fresh natural looking light And the food speaks for itself. Everybody thinks, wow, that looks really good. They will eat a little more, perhaps. I don't want anybody going hungry. I love when they leave on Sunday telling me they put on two or three pounds. Yeah. To me, that's a compliment. I mean, hey... (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't think we have scales in Arenda. No, we do not. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think
2: people make it up, but it's yeah. um, they feel stuff, so we, that's great.
1: You know,
0: you guys make it a very memorable experience, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is there anything else about Arenda, like um, the surrounding area? I know I don't. Really, I don't think we mentioned it's like what is it?
1: Like a half hour from Woodstock. Half an hour from Woodstock, um, and there's a lot of stuff before and after you get there that um, we have gone a couple of times um, to a Buddhist monastery, oh, which yes. is. It's. I guess the mailing address is Woodstock. It's not actually in the town of mm-hmm. Woodstock. It's up in the mountains. It's really beautiful. There are so many different areas, trails that you can go on. Um, I know there was a um It's not a brewery. They make whiskey. What would you call a place that makes whiskey? A distillery? Distillery. Distillery. I know one of the groups went on a distillery tour, which was about 15, 20 minutes away, and the name escapes me. But there's a a lot of things. So depending on the group, there have been some groups that went out every afternoon, which is a challenge. We always have to be like, okay, where are they? And, of course, the self-service is spotty and places. It is a little bit. And... um, and some groups just stick around and hang out by the pool, whether the pool is open or not, because um, we have the hot tub out there. And once again, like I said, we have that gorgeous
2: view, which is just yeah, so right. and the deck. Yeah. People love to just sit, to sit on the, on the deck.
1: deck. Oh, and yeah. We shoveled the snow so people could sit on the deck. Oh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's yeah.
0: awesome. So... I thank you guys so much for being here. This was so fun. I was so excited for this podcast. Um, so if anyone has um, any questions or anything, reach out to us. We're all on Facebook. Um, we have Retreat, at, Retreat, Yeah, let me try this again. Retreat, Chef Sam, he's on Instagram. On Instagram. Right. Yes, and um, Joya Fumo on Facebook. And you're also on I'm Instagram as Julia FM. FM. Yes, and I'm Amy Taza on um, Facebook and Instagram. You can also go to Honor Yoga. Dot com. They have a link for arenda or you can also go to your local um, Honor Yoga studio and um, see when they're running the retreats. Um, and um, well, we can also put the the uh, the link in the show notes as well. So um, signing off. <laughs> I haven't said that before. You may have to cut that. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify and Anchor, just to name a few. Where you will um, be up on everything on our yoga, trends in yoga, and much more. Have a great night.